In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 9, we read, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Concerning abusers of themselves with mankind, I bought a sofa once, a leather sofa, had it delivered, and the first day that it came, my cat jumped up on top of the sofa, and one of her claws cut the leather. Am I going to try to deceive the furniture store into taking this damaged merchandise back? Is it worth your salvation? For that's exactly what an abuser of themselves with mankind would do. Several years later, I ended up giving this leather sofa to my contractor's son. That's perfectly permissible. But to try to sell it to someone and hide the blemish or return it to the furniture store and try to deceive them would be an example of an abuser of himself with mankind. Reading this once again, 1 Corinthians 6, start at verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11, And such were some of you, but ye are washed. Ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Therefore, we don't live like the world does, deceiving and being deceived, destroying one another through adultery and fornication and homosexuality and lesbians. Hebrews 6, verses 4 through 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and know it's a sin and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away from the scriptures, from doing the word of God, it is impossible to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified afresh the Son of God 
and put him, Jesus, to an open shame. Hebrews 10, verses 26 through 31. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden under foot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despot unto the Spirit of grace. This is talking about those who know adultery is a sin and yet they do adultery. Those who know a fornication is a sin and yet they commit fornication. You cannot turn them if they already know it's a sin and they go out and willfully commit this sin. This is what the scriptures show us. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I was speaking with one of our church people one time, and she had committed fornication before she was born again. And I said, but you wouldn't do that today, would you? And she said, oh, no. See, the point is, after you are enlightened to the fact that this is a sin against God, if you go out then and do these things willfully, you crucify Jesus afresh. There's no more sacrifice for your sins. This is what these scriptures are teaching us. Concerning homosexuals and lesbians, Romans chapter 1, verses 21 through 28, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and in their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. For this cause, God gave them up 
unto vile affections. Romans chapter 1, verse 26. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Homosexuals and lesbians were both turned over by God to do these sins. They are called vile affections. Romans chapter 1. What about those who say they were just born homosexual or lesbian? Mark chapter 10, Jesus says, From the beginning of creation, they were created by God as male or female. But because they have done these sins in their heart, God turned them over to vile affections where they would do things even against nature. Don't be deceived. If a man or a woman commits sin against God, unless he sees that scripture and repents of that sin, he will be damned by God. And if he returns to that sin, to do it again after he's been forgiven, there is no more repentance, for he crucifies Jesus afresh to think that he can be forgiven and then just go out and do the sin again and then come back and be forgiven. This is what these scriptures teach us. I have printed these scriptures for you along with this podcast, so you can see what the Holy Bible says. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.